Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. This is the Bloomberg Business of Sports Show, where we explore the big money issues in the world of sports. I'm Michael Barr. I'm Scarlett Fu. And I'm Mike Lynch. Coming up today, we've got several topics to talk about, but let's start Congratulations, first of all. Let's talk about the women's NCAA championship. South Carolina took it home. The Gamecocks, they beat UConn 64-49, Scar. Yeah, I did not realize just how dominant this team is. Um, in 2020, they were 32-1. and How do you compile a record like that? They're I mean, good. but they, yes, <laughs> but like they, they are basically a dynasty at this point. Would you say that, Lenji? Well, you, well, UConn is the dynasty in women's basketball following uh, Tennessee. But right now, they are the strongest program on the planet in women's college basketball. I mean, they were number one in the preseason polls. They were number one in the first poll that came out uh, in the fall. And last night, they cemented it as number one officially. Yeah. Well, what happens now to Dawn Staley? Finally, she got that ring that uh, she's been working hard to get. Uh, and... Hopefully, she'll get some moolah out of this as time goes along. Yeah, well, she gets a, she signed a deal before the season started, right. seven years, uh, $22.5 million. And in that contract is a $500,000 bonus for winning a national championship. So congratulations, Don. Uh, put it in the bank. <laughs> get yourself a new car. You deserve it. <laughs> now, one thing I, I enjoy that I'm seeing is that there is a lot of interest now in the women's college basketball. Way more than it was 10 years ago. I'm glad to see it because it, it's great to watch, Scar. Absolutely. And NIL, name, image, and likeness, has also put female basketball players uh, in the spotlight completely. I mean, you talk about UConn and how much of a dynasty it is. And Paige yep. Buchers, I mean, she kind of leads the way in terms of being able to monetize her profile. You know, the women's basketball is number two in all name and image and likeness mm -hmm. across the board in the NCAA to um, men's football. And one of the big reasons for this is that the number of followers that these players have, these women, uh, female basketball players, and they're cashing in left and right. Paige Buchers has a, a six or seven figure deal, and a lot of people, a lot of women around the country uh, and playing in these leagues have the exact same thing. And it's because of the number of followers they have on social media. Now I want to clarify something. It's the second title win for South Carolina, but I believe it's the first right. for Dawn Staley. I wanted to clarify that. 
But speaking of name, image, and likeness, Stani Henderson, she stepped up to the, well, I was going to say to the plate and mix up <laughs> metaphors and mess everything up. But this is her end of her career for South Carolina. What happens to her now? I mean, does she go in the WNBA? Of course, she's going to get uh, some money for, you know, and buy this Ford. You know, something's going to happen with that. And Scar, uh, I hope she cashes in. You know what I? my motto is? Get the money when you can, while you can. Yeah, and name image, and like name, image, and likeness allows female basketball, college basketball players, to do just that. Um, I, I wonder if. Well, I guess it's too early now, but I wonder what the data will show eventually in terms of once you go from college to pro, what happens to your ability to monetize your name that way. Well, now let's head to the men's NCAA basketball tournament. It is tonight. Uh, 9.20, I believe, tip-off time, Eastern time. That seems late. Well, you, you know what, though? Because it, it's usually like that now. Because I was, I'm was, i like you. Usually it's like, why are you guys tipping off so late? But it's become that time now, and probably like around midnight uh, as I'm getting up, I'm going to find out who won. i I got to watch the game. I can't. I can't stay asleep. I'm sorry. Kansas against North Carolina. Kansas is the favorite. They've got a mean three-pointer. But more importantly, 70,000 fans over the weekend saw Kansas win along with North Carolina. Scar, it's pre-pandemic. and It's great to see uh, if at least the coaches love seeing. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite the comeback for NCAA basketball, and this will be a good one. I'm a little sad that Coach K is not showing up in the finals. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see UNC go all the way. Did did you pick UNC? I picked Kansas. Oh, I picked okay. Kansas oh. to go all the way. Pick Kansas. I picked Kansas. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> wait, you picked yes, not yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah, a, I picked. You picked. I picked Kansas. <laughs> By the way, since you brought it up. Uh, the TV news. Oh, <laughs> here we go. The TV newser that the pool I want because anybody who is still in this thing that can catch me also pick Kansas. That's it. So you've won. That's <laughs> it. I've won. That's it. It's done. Oh, what's what's wrong there? Oh, that's right. How'd you do? Come We're on. number twenty-one, yeah, baby, so in, the, in, in, in the Lynch camp. We're yeah. number twenty-one. That's right. That's what. That's what you want in blackjack. But uh, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, Scarlett. I interrupted. No, no, no. You know, I was. My chest was like all puffed out. Please continue. No, no, no. I'm. I. I'm a little sad to see Coach Kane not win uh, in his final, final appearance uh, in the NCAA tournament. But you know, he had an incredible run, and he goes down in history as. As someone truly remarkable, I I had the pleasure once of speaking with him, and it goes back to that idea that college basketball coaches are really the stars of that system because they are the ones who who come in and, and have to mold a team out of new players constantly, and the the kinds of leadership that they need to um, impart and show is it, it it's just kind of stunning how it, that consistency really tells you so much about their capabilities. All, all seriousness, what you're saying, Scar, I agree with you 10,000%. I had a chance also to talk to Coach K. Mm -hmm. Just a dynamic, brilliant, great guy. And and it's uh, I have nothing but admiration for him. And, and Lynchy, and Scar is right. I am sorry to see that he didn't make it to the final. 
I am too. It would have been just a tremendous storybook ending his final year. I, I think back to Al McGuire, who did the same thing in 77. He actually won the title. Uh, he came uh, up against a tough North Carolina team that beat him at the, the last game at the at Cameron, and he didn't have an answer for them down the stretch. A couple of missed free throws down there might have spelled the difference in the final minute of that game. But Coach K walks off with his wife, Mickey, and Head held high, and, and, you know, after the game, he didn't talk about himself. He talked about consoling the 15 players he had, and they were bawling mm-hmm. their eyes out because they lost their last game of the year. Now, by the way, you mentioned about, uh, let's say, some financial incentives oh, yes. uh, with tonight's game. Well, the Kansas Jayhawks have a sponsorship uh, deal with Adidas, who makes their uniform, that if they make it to the Final Four, they get the team gets 250000 If they make it into the championship game, they get a half a million. Check, and if check. they win it, there's, an, there's $1 million if they win tonight. So that goes uh, to the team. Um, and the conferences, there's already two big winners already. The ACC and the Big Ten already are guaranteed. Each conference, $36.6 million over the next six years. Oof. They have eighteen. They they have eighteen units now. A unit is an appearance in a game. So in other words, before you play your first game, let's take a school like St. Peter's. They're guaranteed three hundred thirty-nine thousand dollars. Well, St. St. Peter's picked up four units this year. That's one point three five six, and it's paid out over six years. So the the MAC, the conference they play in, gets eight point one million dollars. But the ACC and the Big Ten have won 18 units in this year's tournament because they had so many schools in it. Each, uh, each of those conferences will get $36.6 million over the next six years. Wow. Wow. Do the teams split the money evenly, or it's up to the conference to distribute it? The conference makes the decision, and usually it's distributed evenly. However, they do have the authority to give more. Like, for instance, let's take St. Peter's. Yeah. That mm-hmm. the school that made the run, should we just give them a little bit more money than the other schools because they won that money for us? Right. Almost like a like should they get a commission or a percentage uh, on top of everybody else? So it is up to each individual uh, conference commissioner, and usually the school presidents of uh, chime in and what the, what they would like as well. Lobby. Hmm. <laughs> and now here comes the rumor story of the week. I can't see the woods because of the tiger. <laughs> okay, that was really bad. But, you rehearsed that. Yeah, I did, I, and that still sounded bad when I rehearsed it. But the point is, Tiger Woods uh, I, is going to be a game-time decision, according to what he's saying, if he's going to play in the Masters. I mean, he's been practicing out there. Uh, first of all, l- let me start this way. It's a miracle that he's even walking at all compared to the accident that he had last year. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, he that was um, a really horrible injury that he uh, endured after that, that car accident. And, of course, he's already gotten multiple knee and back surgeries as well. So um, people kind of thought, and maybe even Tiger thought he was done. But now he says it'll be a game-time decision. Lynchy, you were saying that the Masters begins on Thursday. He has up until, like, the last minute almost to, to decide, right? He does. Uh, and, and as a five-time champion, um, he doesn't have to qualify for this tournament. He's a, he has a lifetime exemption. And he can, if his tee time is 11.30 on Thursday, 11.29, he can walk up and say, I'm in. And, and that's it. And I think the fact that he is in Augusta, he was there last week, he played with Justin Thomas and his son on Tuesday. He showed up Sunday 
uh, went on the range and then went out on the course with his caddy and practiced. Billy Horschel, uh, who's a great competitor, says he thinks that Tiger's going to play. Um, other people who are close to him said he's going to play. I mean, he wouldn't come to Augusta if he wasn't 99% sure that he was going to give this a go. Now, one of the problems he's had is walking courses. You're not allowed to take a cart. And it deceptively, one of the first things, I've never been there, but one of my friends have, the first thing they notice when they get there, how hilly the mm, terrain is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, from TV, it sort of looks like a flat course, but they said it's much hillier than it looks on television. And that's something Tiger told Jim Nance in an interview in Los Angeles about six weeks ago. That was his big concern. He says, flat courses I can handle, but the up and down terrain is something I need to get used to. So... You know, this decision is going to probably be made in the next uh, 72 hours or so. There's supposed to be rain in Augusta on Tuesday and Wednesday, so he may not be able to get out and, uh, and, and have a full practice round. But this, this is right now going to be the biggest story of the week, hands so down. So if it's 18 holes, how much walking mm-hmm. is involved there? I mean, it, it, would he be walking a cumulative mile, two miles, three miles? Oh, oh, more like seven or eight. Okay. I think what's amazing to me is that his game, and now I haven't seen it recently. I've been seeing, you know, the clips of him practicing. But his game always revolved around torque. And he got, obviously, yes. the torque from your legs. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering now how that is going to affect his game. Even if he decides to play, how will that help him uh, or hurt him when he's trying to drive a golf ball, for example? Well, when he was on the range yesterday, he was driving the ball between 285 and 310 yards, and that, those, those are pretty good pokes. Um, but, you know, on the range is a lot different than on the course. On the range, you're standing still, you're not moving, you take a breather between hitting the ball. On the course, you're walking, and over the course of the first day and the second day and the third day, fatigue sets in. And, you know, first of all, your, your arms get tired, and then as soon as your arms get tired, then your legs get tired. So he's going to just, he's going to test it out. He's probably going to do a almost a, a, a four-hour walkthrough, exactly what it would be like if he was playing. Mm-hmm. And then remember, um, there's no guarantee he'll be playing on Saturday and Sunday. If he, if he decides to play, he's got to make the cut. So he's guaranteed to play Thursday and Friday, and if he's better than half the field, mm-hmm. he'll be in there on Saturday and Sunday. I can only see the people at CVS right now just salivating oh, of right course. now thinking yeah, about this. <laughs> it's, salivating. It's, can he walk with a cane? Can he use any implement? No. no. No, mm. no, nope. You've got to walk. Well, I think the tip off is is. Yeah, see, I mixed up another metaphor. the The tip off <laughs> is going to be uh, that I thought that he was going to play when he played that tournament with his son uh, several yes, months ago, Charlie. That's when I said, you know what? He might do this. He might get he out wants there. To do from, it. He wants to do it. I, I I can see him doing that. So pretty Plus, incredible. Given that, what he almost had to have his right leg amputated. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. It, uh, Tiger Woods, good for you. If you get out there and play, you knock the home run. See, I'm going to keep mixing them up until <laughs> you get out on the course. Uh, this is the Bloomberg <laughs> Business of Sports podcast. I'm Michael Barr, along with Scarlett Fu and Mike Lynch. Catch us here each and every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, exploring the world of money and sports. And catch me on Twitter at Big Bar Sports. And let's here's hoping that Tiger Woods hits a or scores a hat trick to. 
continue mixing up the metaphors. I'm Scarlet Foo at Scarlet Foo on Twitter. And let's not forget, congratulations to Michael Barr for winning the Bloomberg NCAA men's basketball pool. No matter who wins tonight, Michael Barr, you're a champion. And if you want to find me, you can find me on Lynchy WCVB. I'll still be clapping for you. Well, now I got to clarify, it is the TV newser. So it's a broader audience, a broader group it's, of people than just Bloomberg. It's got Lynchy, it's got Judy Woodruff <laughs> in it. How many, got, how many people? Let, let's just let you. you it know, was like about you're in it. It was like yes, about forty something people. Oh. You know, it was, you know. What do you win, by the way? I win the respect and love of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Bragging rights until next year. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to Bloomberg Business and Sports on. Radio around the world. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.